Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean and joining me today is Mr. Big Sexy and Sax. How are you? <laughs> you know, we're changing the name of the show to the Michael Dean Show featuring Big Sexy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm that. doing well, my brother. I'm doing well. Trying to stay dry up here. All right. Well, man, listen, we are coming to you live from the Corona uh, Hennessy virus uh, bunker. And I know it's going down. Ladies and gentlemen, I already know you're being inundated with conversations about this pandemic situation that has got its grip on the world, apparently. Um, and so I know that. So on one hand, I want to uh, have this be somewhat of an escape from it, but we will talk about it a little bit, but I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be out here. Oh, we got to hunker down and get in the bunker. And, eh, I'll let the other places do all that type of stuff. Uh, we, we're going to play this smart. We're going to have some logic, um, you know, for me, I say our job is to be the level-headed ones, right? Be the ones that those in your family that are, you know, shook or concerned and somewhat just kind of panicking, won't you be the one that said, hey, you know what? It's, it's going to be okay. Let's, let's look at this and figure this out. Let's calm down. I got you. You know, don't worry so much. Uh, there needs to be that type of person in your family, particularly if you have kids or you have elderly people in your family. Be the uh, strong one. Don't don't be the one that's just hitting them up with, you know, that they're going to they're getting enough of that. <laughs> they, they, it, uh, help them sort of uh, relieve their minds a little bit by being a reassurance to them. How about that angle? Uh, yeah. of it because <laughs> um, we can always be you know oh this person just died they died it's like man you're inundating yourself with doom and gloom there is nothing ever going to come good of that's all you're taking in it gotta be a little you know somebody has to be the leader uh even if you might be concerned and have these things but you know uh maybe you want to be the person that people can lean on a little bit and ain't nobody going to lean on somebody that's scared as a motherfucker. <laughs> that, that, that ain't going to work. <laughs> so uh, I just I ask that you may try try that a little bit. Um, so with that said, let's get get this out of the way. I wanted to um, just bring up where are we at with this thing? Uh, and I'm looking at the CDC website and a couple of things online. So. This is some of the latest numbers from today. Obviously, this stuff changes rapidly. Um, but as of now, as we're recording, it says 150,623 coronavirus cases. Uh, I believe that is worldwide. I believe that's worldwide. The deaths so far are 5,618. Uh, those who have recovered. 73,731. So, so take that number, take those, take the, take the data, right? 5,000 deaths, 73,000 people that have recovered with reported 150,000 cases. 
most people are going to come out of this okay. You know, those who are in danger that you really need to watch are your elder family and friends and those who have some pre-existing medical conditions. Um, those are the ones that you really need to be looking out for and the, that they are the ones that are really, this thing is hitting them hard. I would have, and I imagine the same way the flu would probably hit people like that hard too. Um, so it's definitely not something that you want to ignore. It's definitely serious, but it's, I, I guess I want to say it's not uh, so doom or gloom, right? It's, uh, you're not more than likely you are going to be okay. Now, again, if you are in maybe your sixties or up and you have some other things going on with your health, you definitely need to be very concerned, you know? And that's why I was saying like for a lot of our uh, older family members, our parents, some of our listeners, our grandparents, those are the ones that you need to be looking out for. You need, so you go make sure they got what they need so they don't have to leave the house. You know, uh, that's what you, that's what you need to be trying to be concerned about. That, in my opinion. Um, what else did I have here? Uh, there was something interesting I was looking up uh, and just in the flu in general. Um, and this is, uh, Again, information coming from the CDC. They have a website and I salute them. Their website, they've got things broken down. So simple. <laughs> and it, it's idiot proof. Like, yeah, pictures <laughs> and it's all broke. So you can get your information and you don't have to wade through a whole bunch of stuff. They tell you what you, you can do. Um, but in just, in, they were saying this, uh, this was from March the 10th. It is reported, uh, there's a report that came out March 6th from the CDC, uh, and it says 136 children have died from influenza during the 2019-2020 flu season. 136 kids. That's the highest child death rate from the flu since 20, excuse me, since, uh, yeah, 2009. And uh, that, that's crazy to me. To me, that's the, I'm like more scared. I'm like, the fuck? How come I, you know, you, how are they not pumping this up all over the news? Like, <laughs> this is horrible. And it's not actually, it's not, it's not actually funny. It's like it's deadly serious because kids, you know, uh, that's just our babies. Uh, it, it, was also, it was said that uh, there's been about 20,000 deaths from the flu in the 2019-2020 flu season. 20,000. Uh, that is crazy. So, again, the, the, the Corona thing is certainly something to be concerned of and to be careful. But actually, looking at these numbers, you would really want to make sure that you are paying attention to the flu. I don't know why they don't. This isn't all over the news. Uh, maybe because it's not a new type of thing. Uh, but there's a hundred, there was 136 kids that were killed. I don't think there's even, I, I think here in, there's been 27 deaths so far of the Corona thing. Um, but I don't think there's been any children 
that it passed. CDC also said there has been at least 34 million flu illnesses and 350,000 hospitalizations for the flu this season alone. 34 million. Uh, damn. So I, I, I bring these two numbers to say this. The coronavirus is serious and is deadly, as they've shown. The numbers show that. But just as deadly is these challenges that we've always been dealing with, you know, as the flu. And this is something that can directly affect our children. And probably can affect more people. Because it's, it's always around us. It's a flu season. It constantly comes. Like my daughter had the flu uh, about a month ago. You know, just as simple as she went to school, she was fine, came home, boom, immediately, high fever. Um, actually, she was, in, she was at my house. It's like high fever. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And I took her to the doctor. She's like, yep, she's got the flu. I was like, damn. And, you know, for somebody like Gracie, who was all over the place, you know, just <laughs> so much energy, it's, it's, it's exhausting <laughs> to see her just be like laying, sitting down on the couch and like she's in and has the energy of her dad who done been through some shit in life <laughs> and just worked 10 hours and just like, Ugh, that was her. I was like, something's wrong with my baby. <laughs> like, it's not fun. <laughs> But, you know, it could be deadly serious for children. So um, you know, my other point is to say, let's not let such the hysteria of this be uh, will drive us crazy. You know, all of this stuff we see out here, the hoarding of toilet paper, and, uh, all of this antics out here. We, that's why I said we need level headness. You know, the media is going to create such a hysteria. And again, if it's all you're doing is just watching TV and just watching all this stuff, you just intake in all this negative shit and you're just reacting to it and you take it in the worst way. You know, they're pumping up all the death numbers, but they're not necessarily pumping up the people who came out of it and, you know, survive. There's more people that are living out of this than there are dying. Uh, and for whatever reason, I understand why it has to be top of the news, but I'm just, my point also to say is, you got all these people that are dying from the flu. I just gave you the children's numbers. I didn't give you the numbers of just everybody in total. They're not pumping that up, you know? And so people don't even think about it. Uh, but you've lived, you're living in a time where there are hundreds of thousands of people that have the flu or millions of people who have the flu every year. There's hundreds, thousands of people who are dying from it every year. And you're not going crazy over that. We're not, we're not having a damn near breakdown of our society over that. And I don't know if we need to necessarily have a breakdown of society over this either. Or at least we can try to use some common sense about it. Right? Uh, and again, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, you should be concerned. Yes, you should wash your hands. You need to be doing all that stuff. But be careful of spreading the other virus, the thought virus, of we're all going to die or just all this negativity, man. Like it's not going to help anybody, you know, it ain't going to help. Why, but yeah, people ahead. tend to panic 
without having all of the information, first of all. And like you said, people are hoarding things. I saw the, at a Rayleigh's grocery store here, uh, this, I'm going to guess they were a family. They backed in with an open bed truck, backed into a handicapped parking space, no placard, walked in, filled up a shopping cart with canned goods and walked out. Uh, apparently nowadays, merchants aren't chasing down shoplifters like they used to. Right. And they walked out, started throwing the truck, and people approached them. They left half of what they took and just jumped in the truck and took off. Like, what the hell is going on here? And the lines at Costco are insane. I saw that on the news. I bet. Yeah, it's... Uh... <sighs> I mean, again, I, I I can only look at it to say this is the initial reaction to this news and people are just sort of panicking and just doing the most and uh, you're running, you know, you see the videos, people fighting uh, over toilet paper and, and stupid shit, shit like that. Yeah. And I hope I'm hoping that as the weeks go by, people start calming down and we're like, OK, the toilet paper wasn't going to change nothing. Uh, let's relax a little bit. You know, we just we just need to stay in our home. If that's what they tell us, if, if you get if you're blessed with your job, allowing you to work from home, you can do that. But that don't mean you got to act a fool. Uh, are people scared to go out? Yeah, of course. Then stay at home. But that doesn't mean we have to get out here and just lose it. You know, in the panic that I think the panic could be the most dangerous thing that could happen. It always and, is. Yeah. And uh, we, we can do something about that. Um so yeah, that's just kind of my 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 feel about it. You know, I'm not going to go into detail about it on the on the show, but there was a situation where the coronavirus almost here, super close to home, <laughs> and, and luckily it, it 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 didn't go that way. But yeah, I had a second where I was like, oh my goodness, uh, but it just goes to show you that anything could happen. Uh, there wasn't nothing I could have done about it. But I knew that um, I have to be, I, you know, I have to have a level head about it because, you know, I have a family and, and people that are dependent on me and they're already stressed in the situation. So if I came to them on some, oh, yeah, yeah, that would just be adding more shit to what they're, they're actually dealing with. They need somebody that can, you know, talk them through it and reassure them that it's going to be okay or we're going to figure this out, not sprouting off, you know. <laughs> well, you know that they said that the people that are... That, eh, okay. Well, how does that help? <laughs> what, what's the solution? What do you, what can you do? So, yeah, man, we, we just have to be careful that we don't get... We don't get so caught up in, in the, the madness of it, you know, and we just need to be safe. That's the thing. You can be safe without uh, going crazy. This is almost like um, back in the year 2000 or 1999, where people were freaking out over the uh, Y2K, you know, imminent collapse, which didn't happen. So people have got to relax, listen to what's going on out there and pay attention. You know, there's no reason to panic at all. No, I mean, you know, and like I said, we got to see what happens. You know, it's, it's still early. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more people that are going to get the coronavirus. 
But I would say just because somebody has it doesn't mean it's an automatic they're dying or something like, you know, or if you get it, you know, I'm going to say this to people listening. If you end up getting the coronavirus, that doesn't mean you're going to die. Like, don't put so much on it where you feel like your life is over. So, you know, and that's again, there's so much stress involved already. Imagine just if you got it and then all you listen to is just the bad news about it and you just stressed yourself out to the point where you made yourself sicker. Because you're just so stressed, man. Like you you don't have to, what you can do if you get it then, watch your symptoms, stay your ass at home and do what you would do if you had the flu and get better (laughs) and get your rest. Because ain't no vaccine and and you running the streets ain't going to help and you being stressed out, it certainly ain't going to help you get better. So you need to sit your ass at home, get your little uh, medicine, uh, tea, and just relax. Get you, you know, stay hydrated. That's all you can do. But I, I guarantee you, if you sitting at home, and just, uh, uh, you know, worried yourself into some fucking breakdown. Yeah, you then yeah, you will be in problems. You will have problems. Your body's going to be all fatigued and ain't going to be able to fight nothing. That's when you're going to be messed up. So, you know, don't don't just put an automatic death sentence on yourself. <laughs> Uh, hyping this all up in your mind and then you fuck around and get it. You know, the same with the flu. If we thought about the flu like that, where would we be, man? Like people get the flu. Like my kid got the flu. If I was like, oh, she got the flu. Oh, Lord, Jesus. She going to die. Huh? <laughs> How am I going to be taking care of somebody if I have that mindset and I'm stressing them out? So how are you going to take care of yourself if you're stressed? You can't. So be careful of the shit you, all the shit you're taking in, man. Go look at the, and that's what I say. Don't even listen to me. Don't even listen to the media. If you are able to listen to podcasts, you must have access to the internet. Take your dumb ass and go research for yourself. <laughs> Don't listen to nothing. Nobody else got to tell you. Just go read for yourself. And so you can get, you can look past the headlines that are usually doom and gloom headlines, the clickbait, right? And just go to the facts. That's why I said go to the CDC website. They got PDFs you can download. They got fucking flow charts. It's, it's made for kids. Damn near to read it. So you can, your monkey ass will be able to read it and you can see, okay, this is what could happen to me if I get it. This is what I should do. This is how many people have died. Majority of people don't. And I, I'm a, I'll be okay. And now, if I have pre-existing situations, then yes, I need to call my doctor and, and go from there. But if you don't, stop it. <laughs> you know, stop. The, it's, just slow yourself down. That's all. Take a break. Read. Right? Turn off the media. Turn off the podcast. Turn off the YouTube. Turn off the TV. Nigga, read. And then sit back and think, right? And then you can make some decisions. But don't sit here and be all, I got to get to the store and go, go load up. And stop. Dial that shit back. Yes. Stop. You just fall. You're doing exactly what they're pushing you to do. They know you. They know you watching all this TV and the news. They know you. So they're going to push, they're pumping this up. They, they know what you'll do because that's, yeah, we're pushing that message out. They know the stores is going to be chaotic. That's why they're showing it to you. And you're going to react to it. And, oh, I'm going to go get my stuff. 
Why? <laughs> you don't so you don't think they're manufacturing no more shit? They're not gonna restock them shelves and put some more up there the next day or a couple days later or a week later? We were you running around here like somebody with shitty drawers and didn't have toilet paper? <laughs> no. That was a shot, but I'm not even gonna say his name, so you won't know who I'm talking about. So, no, you're fine. I think I got toilet paper in there. I'm good. I can go like a week from now and let the shit die down or something. I ain't got to be all fighting these fools and standing in a three-hour line or, or shit. I can go in the middle of the night. But it's no reason to be. Yeah, like a, it's sad. It's, it's the weekend. I wouldn't have went to Costco no way on the weekend. I damn no. sure ain't going now. No. <laughs> I could just, I'll just, I would just go during the week or something when everybody's supposedly at work or wherever they're supposed to be. But relax, man. You know, now again, it's going to be an interesting next couple of weeks, you know, because again, a lot of these schools are closed around the country. So you figure it's going to be a lot of parents. Got to figure out their childcare situation. Maybe their jobs don't let them take the time off. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of stuff that's going on. People are trying to figure out now that they, you know, they have to deal with that now, plus all of this talk about the coronavirus. Now they got, okay, where do I send my kid? Cause I got to work my job. I work at the factory. Ain't no working from home. What they do. So hopefully, you know, uh, their local government, and I, I think they're trying to do stuff here on a national level. Well, they can come up with some funds or programs or something to try to figure this out so people who can't take the time off from work can still do that, still be able to pay their bills and watch their families. You dig? So there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of businesses that's they're getting hurt, you know. A lot of restaurants. Some of my favorite restaurants here locally, you know, they said, you know what? It was already tough to run this business. Now ain't nobody coming. We're just going to shut our doors. You know, so all the people that worked in the back in the kitchen, waitresses, all that, boom, out of work. You know, yeah, they'll get their unemployment and stuff. Now they got to find something else. And if that was the kind of jobs that they did, most places is going to be less hours. The hotel industry slashing hours. Ain't got no guests. All the janitor people, all the concierge, all, you know, and now let's keep it a buck. So a lot of uh, people of color working them jobs, it's going to be a tough, you know, it's going to be tough out here. And people got families or whatever. Some of the people's taking care of their elderly family members or whatever. It's going to be tough out here. So. That's why I say we got to try and, you know, have some level headedness and, and think beyond, oh, I'm going to get sick, I'm going to die. Man, this, this thing is going, it's, the, the, the fallout of it is probably going to be the worst thing. Yes, there are, the worst thing is for some family members losing their family members, but also this is going to have long reaching economic situations that's going to kind of hit people as well. You know, which didn't have to be like like that, but you know, they say social distancing and stay away from stuff. You don't know how people are getting down, so you got to people don't want to go out, and it's going to affect affect our economy. So yeah, man, it's it's, it's a whole big thing, but uh, 
we'll get through this like we always I, you know the, the the thing i can remember the closest to this was when 911 happened i was nowhere near 911 but i certainly felt the fallout of it for many years you know at my job and how i saw different things happen you know it was before 911 and then it was after 911 and it lasted for quite a long time you know until things kind of got back back up but that was the only thing i can think of that i can see this reminds me of of the fallout i could see you know the fallout of that uh situation i mean shit think of before 9 11 used to be able to go to the airport and just walk right up to the gate sit there and wait for your people to come off the plane remember that oh yeah that was oh, yeah. i was i used to love that as a kid like i used to love going to the airport because i just oh, it's just cool you know just sit down I just like to see the people that get off the plane and oh, there goes such and such and such family or whatever. I was like, this is, I used to like, I was like, I'm going to go there even though I'm not going to see nobody. I just, I just like to go there just to sit there and watch the planes. But you can't do that no more. Some people ain't never had that in their lifetime. All they know is the security checkpoint. Like you can't go past this part. You can only go to baggage claim. Nigga. One of my favorite times of my life. This is back in my other, this is the other Michael life's times, but was when uh, you, go, you sit at the airport and a young lady come off the plane that you was meeting. Oh. <laughs> That's the golden times. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Or when you was, when you flew yourself out somewhere. And the young lady was waiting for you at the airport, sitting there when you got walked off the, you know, out the uh, out the planes. Ah, oh, god damn! You can't do that no more. <laughs> Back in my day, anyway. But uh, I'm getting sidetracked. But yeah, man. Um, anything else you want to add on this Corona thing? Um, you know, again. Everything's being canceled, and some of it is probably based in a little, little panic, but also a lot of people are trying to err on the side of caution. For sure. And I'm okay with that because you don't want to have a big public event or a big uh, professional event, for that matter, and have one person who doesn't heed the warnings come there mm. and infect your entire population. Right. So I, I'm, and I understand it. It, it's an inconvenience, but that's just, you know, like you said, charge to the game. It's all we can do and just keep moving. Yeah, true. I mean, that's what I was saying. Going back to that flu, you know, how my daughter got it. It was just another kid whose parents, for whatever reason, again, you, you hope they, they didn't realize their child had the flu and just sent them to school anyway. Or, you know, more than likely what I can probably imagine is their parents couldn't take the time off from work. Right. And they just sent the kids to school anyway. And so, yeah, the whole class gets the flu. Right. My daughter got it. Then three other kids got it and just went. It just ran through it. So, yeah, the Corona thing probably is going to be the same way. Humans are going to be humans. But that's why I said we live in a world where the flu is spread like it ain't nothing. There's people that they have it and they go to work anyway. Don't tell nobody. They may not know they have it. If they do, they, well, shit, I'm in paycheck to paycheck. I can't, they ain't giving no sick days. I, I'm going to work. Yep. 
And that's yeah. a sad reality. And then it, the flu runs through the office or whatever, the warehouse or wherever they work, right? And, you know, uh, as much as we want, we're trying to stop this, you know, the reality is we ain't going to be able to quarantine a whole year. <laughs> At some point, the money going to get low. And they're going to be like, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to get back to business. <laughs> okay. Yes, they are. You hearing these stories of them saying, yeah, we're going to let people float on their bills and the rent. We're going to float that for this month. And then, but they ain't going to keep doing that for no six months. No, eventually things have to readjust. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, well, uh, these people got the flu still and they ain't, st- and, I mean, we just, we can't stop the world. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd be curious to see how it plays out because they ain't going to just stop the money uh, forever. That just, it, it, America can, it cannot, cannot work like that. This is a capitalist society. The, fuck you pay me rules, cash rules around me. Uh, you sick? Uh, okay, well, yeah, it's brand new. Uh, everybody's concerned. Okay, shut, this, shut the game down a little bit. But trust me, they ain't going to let that go for too long. So it's, you're going to jump to a point where you're just going to have the reality is hopefully people learn that you need to wash your hands and that there's a system in place where people are sick. They don't have to go to work and infect everybody else or they don't, or they know like, yo dude, I'm sick. I shouldn't go to this game or I shouldn't go to this restaurant or maybe I shouldn't go into the movies. Uh, and, and that common sense is drilled into a person. So they don't, put everybody else at risk but because that's what's going to have to happen they're not going to break they're not going to stop america from being america for for too long otherwise unless you think it's going to turn into some like martial law type of situation and again if you can explain to me how we're going to make money under a martial law situation then i'll certainly listen to the logic of that but i just don't believe america is about that dollar and martial law, they ain't making no money. So I don't know how that's going to benefit us if you think that's what they're going to do. But again, I'm sure there's people who are arguing with me. And say, oh, no, they go, Trump going to do it, Mike. And this is all a plan. A conspiracy, brother. See, Trump and them, they're they going to halt the elections, Mike. And it's going to be a dictatorship. And they go, okay. Well, we'll Someone see. Someone actually asked me about martial law the other day. I, I, I bet they did. Bet they did. <laughs> I'm like, let's not get carried away. Well, let's let's dial it back. Yeah, and then the thing I would say is, okay, well, if they do, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> they ain't gonna do shit. You can't do shit. If that's what they gonna do, then you better just hunker your ass down because what you gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, type a petition on Twitter or something. Just fuck up. So don't worry about something you ain't got no control over. Uh, if you think you're gonna create a hashtag. You know, no martial law care to stop. Don't stop the elections. You you think that's going to change the world. You got bigger situations to be dealing with. But I mean, you know, look, listen, they're going to do what they do. But what you have the control over is how you react to situations, what you do and how you think. Uh, And I'm just saying. Hopefully they come up. This this uh, is a kick in the ass that we realize, one, we got to get better healthcare situation. One, we got to uh, 
know that everybody is not in our same position as us. So some of people, you know, they can take the two weeks, stay at home and their jobs don't cover them or they can work from home. But again, there's a lot of whole other part of America that doesn't have that option. You know, there's a whole other part of America who's got the, you know, the sick uh, elderly uh, mother or dad that they're taking care of and they're trying to take care of their kids and they work every day and they don't get no breaks and they bank just enough money to take care of grandma and stuff and, and this person, and that person, and, and they don't have a lot of these luxuries that a lot of us have. So it's just, you know, we got to be considered to everybody's situation. And that's why I say we got to be level headed, man. You know, so as we are out here trying to protect our own stuff, we want to be cognizant of the people we see on the street or that's why I say, Reach out to the elders that you know. Make sure they got what they need. So if you need to go run to the store, you're running from the store because, you know, Miss Johnson, uh, that, you're, that your mom know, and, and she don't have no kids or family looking after her, you step up and make sure she got what she need. You, you dig? That's what I'm talking about. Because they don't have nobody, you know, they, they on a fixed income if they got that. And maybe they just need somebody to just know that they just call them up. Hey, Miss Johnson, you okay over there? You know, if you need, baby, I'm fine, but I appreciate you calling. You know, nobody, <laughs> nobody had called me. That's what I'm talking about. You know, we need to get, or again, you know, some of my young players, the young lady you've been trying to holler at, you know, she got kids or whatever, and hey, dad ain't there or whoever. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Thadilani. <laughs> Let me stop. Thadalani, you okay? Your kids okay? <laughs> oh, nigga, you can't come over. I wasn't trying to come. I was just trying to see if you straight. Like, you guys need anything? I, I got you. I, 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 yeah, okay, for sure. Oh, oh, I appreciate that. No doubt, sis. Now I'll be over tonight to where we're at. I'm just joking. But I mean, that's what you know. What I'm saying like that's that's how we should be trying to get down. You know, you can do that. So anyway. There, there's our Corona virus <laughs> talk down. <clears throat> uh, what else? Let's see. Let's let's move away. I guess a lot of things are still connected to this. Um, of course, a lot of these movies are being delayed. I was really uh, ready to go see a quiet. Was it Quiet Place Two? I really wanted to see it, <laughs> but they done. Uh, it's already done. It was supposed to come out next week. Oh shit. Yeah, but they delayed that. They haven't released a new release date for it yet. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to see that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, they've delayed the Fast and the Furious movie. They're pushing that to next year now. So they like, fuck that. <clears throat> um, what else? Uh, I think the Mulan movie from Disney has been delayed as well. Ironically enough, they have not so far delayed the Black Widow movie. They're like, we're moving forward with that. I would be surprised if they don't delay it. But maybe they're just trying to, again, maybe they might be like, you know, let's just see what happens in the next couple of weeks. It was, it's scheduled to come out April 24th. So next month. Uh, what else? Disneyland has closed. Uh, 
which I don't think they've ever done. We've only done that maybe a handful of times since it's ever been open. Just it's a pretty big deal. Um, Didn't they um, yeah. postpone the Emerald City up your way? Yeah, yeah, that's what I said earlier. Yeah, that, that's that was so that had been postponed. They actually released a new date. Uh, they're going to try and do it in August now, but it would have been going on right now as we speak. Um, and I work in the convention center where it happened. It, man, you talk about a ghost town. Like, it's not, it's just desolate. <laughs> the whole area is just desolate. I, I, I caught the train to work the last couple of days, M- maybe like three or four people on the train. Uh, just it's crazy. It was, it, it was. I liked it because it's like, man, you got this whole city to yourself. But it is, it is pretty interesting to see, and you probably won't ever get to see it like that for very long. So I was like, you know, I want to check out some of these places <laughs> just because there's nobody around. So you just kind of got the whole thing to yourself. It's very interesting. Um, a lot of the places are closed though, like the restaurants and some of the little stores. But uh, yeah, See, so, I'm noticing yeah. I'm noticing a lot of uh, not closed. A lot of restaurants have been really empty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them here closed early. Some of the even the fi- high end ones. There's one of them. They they closed the main restaurant. They just said forget it. But they they opened like a drive through truck thing or something. Which is which is odd. They they were like we at least try and do something, but they were like you know at fine dining, ain't nobody coming, so we're not gonna even bother opening the door. Um, movie theaters. I uh, see that AMC has announced that they're going to uh, limit at least fifty percent of the attendance of any given movie theater. So if it was like the theater held two hundred people, they're only gonna sell a hundred tickets. Um, to sort of be somewhat safe. I can imagine that this, I I would think that this is going to hit the movie industry or at least the movie theaters pretty hard. Like if people don't want to come to the theater and if they're not releasing the movies, it's like, man, what are they going to be showing? Like they, and their money was really coming from the concessions anyway. I can imagine this is going to hit them pretty hard. Uh, one thing you mentioned, <clears throat> you mentioned that um, as of now, the WWE WrestleMania is still planning to go forward in Tampa. I don't see it happening, but as of now, it's still on. Like, to, so they'd have an audience? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, but this week on SmackDown, it was supposed to be shot in Michigan, I believe. They canceled it there, shot it in Florida at their performance training center in an empty arena and it just looked weird mm. yeah i think there's a lot of shows i think uh was it the view they shot without an audience and i believe bill marshall shot without an audience yes yes um, yeah man this is the times we're in <laughs> um yeah it's a very interesting time but i think that well, one, you know, you hear about all these productions being halted and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's unfortunate because that's work for a lot of people. But I'm like, there's so much content out there. There's so much to watch. We, you know, you're not going to run out of stuff to, to, to look at. 
And I think for these shows that the, are saying the show must go on, I, I can respect them at least putting on the events, even if there's no audience. There's an audience watching it at home. So, yeah, go for it, you know. Um, I, I can dig that. But, yeah, it's, it's a big thing. I mean, it's infecting a lot of a lot of stuff, you know, in terms of, yeah, entertainment. Yeah, there's a lot of things being halted on that. And there's a lot of stuff in the civilian world that are being halted as well. Um, yeah, man, you know, shit. This is the, who would ever have thought this was going to be 2020? <laughs> but it is. That's where we're at. Um, let's see. What else do I got here? Oh, man. I was trying to see if uh, Ampu is here. I don't think he's on yet. He he out there scavenging for, <laughs> for supplies. He on a supply run. <laughs> Hopefully he'll make it back before we're over. But I wanted to shift gears a little bit and get into this cautionary tale about a young man. Uh -oh. you know, and we talk about from time to time, we always talk about brothers and, 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 and people in the spotlight. And when you get in a position, you know, how you should conduct yourself, you know, handling business. And uh, I wanted to get with my guy, and I might butcher his name, Andrew Gilliam. Oh, no. <clears throat> Andrew Gilliam, yes. Andrew Gilliam, my brother. Oh, no. And first of all, I want to salute this young man. And I say young man, he's what, 40 years old? He's 40, yeah. And he has accomplished quite a bit. I'm. Let me be clear. Like, I salute, dude. He, he was a mayor, right? Mayor of Tallahassee. He's a Florida cat. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mayor of Tallahassee. Imagine being the mayor. He was a young dude in his 30s. He was the mayor, fam. That's quite the accomplishment. You know, you have to give him his props on that, man. Um, and then I believe, again, I don't really follow politics, but wasn't he sort of, uh, he, he was a candidate uh, running for uh, governor, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. He ran for governor. Oh, yes. People were sort of like comparing him to Obama a little bit. You know, he had that wave, the young brother, sharp, you know what I'm saying? Up and coming, young, progressive. You dig? Um, man, uh, his beautiful family, you know, his wife, he got three young kids. So dude was, you know, it was one of them cats. You'd be like, yo, it's a solid cat. You know, he's putting in work. And that's why I said he's doing it at a young age. Cause I don't, you know, whatever, however he grew up, I could say that's a little man to be doing all that before 40 is quite the accomplishment. Definitely. Um, so it saddens me when I see this story come out. I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read a little bit. This is from local10.com. I guess this is a a Florida-based TV station. Uh, says Democratic Party star is facing questions about being in a room at uh, South Beach Hotel alone with a friend who once purported to be a porn star performer online. It all began when Aldo uh, Maggi's, a 56-year-old unlicensed physician who lives near Coral Gables, was so afraid for Travis Davis's life that he was forced to call 911. In a rent Men profile, Mr. Davis advertised his services as a male escort. Okay, stop. And like, what profile? <laughs> rent men. So this must be some sort of website okay. where you can, you know, <clears throat> you want to rent a man. Okay. You know, for whatever reasons you need a man. I don't know, maybe, you know, again, 
maybe this is like rent men. You need somebody to cut the grass. Um, uh-huh. need somebody to lift, lift, help me lift the piano, move it to the thing, or, you know, move the refrigerator over uh-huh. to the other side. That's maybe that's what that website is about. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but let's keep it a buck. We know that's not what that website is. <laughs> um, on social media, Mr. Tyson shares videos of, of himself with another muscular man. Identified as his boyfriend. Uh, Maggie's, if I'm saying his name right, told police officers he entrusted his credit card to Dyson, who also identifies himself on social media as a registered nurse. Dyson allegedly rented room 1107 about 4 p.m. Thursday. Uh, Maggie's told police officers he arrived to the room about 11 p.m. and found Dyson along with Andrew, the former mayor of Tallahassee and a former Democratic gubernatorial candidate who interacted with celebrities and was even compared to per, uh, President Barack Obama. Uh, Meiji said both Dyson 30 and Gillum 40 were vomiting. And when Dyson collapsed, he conducted chest compression and called 911. Officers reported finding three small, clear plastic baggies containing suspected crystal meth on both the bed and the floor of the hotel room. Mm-mm. Officers then attempted to speak to Mr. Gillum. Uh, the reporting officer wrote, Mr. Gillum was unable to communicate with officers due to his inebriated state. Mr. Gillum left the hotel room and returned to his residence. Miami Beach Fire Rescue personnel took Dyson to Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami Beach. Uh, and Dyson was recovered and was conscious in a stable condition. Uh, Gillum was traveling without his wife and was at the uh Kempton Epic Hotel, a hotel employee said, snitching, uh, the posh downtown <laughs> Miami hotel steps away from the iconic uh, Brickle where, where Dyson told officers he lives. Uh, I was in Miami last night for a wedding celebration. While I had too much to drink, I want to be clear that I have never used methamphetamines. This was the what had happened statement uh, <laughs> from, from Andrew. Uh, he released that to the Miami Herald. Uh, the Miami New Times contacted Dyson and reportedly he said, I personally was not celebrating a wedding. I don't know if Gillum was in town for a wedding. He did not mention that, adding that he and Gillum have been friends for a while. Listen, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> the first thing I would just say is this, man. You got a wife and three kids at home. You're a public figure. You're in politics. It's not a good look for you to be in any place Mm-mm. where Katz is doing crystal meth. Mm-mm. It's not even, even if you're just a civilian, a regular job person. You don't need to be there. You don't need to be one where they're doing crystal meth. And you certainly don't need to be doing it. That stuff is, that's no joke. That that's the that stuff is is terrible. Uh, you know, if my man wants to, you know, some people are saying, well, it was, you know, was he doing something with these dudes? It could be, you know, if that's his get down, that's his get down. Now listen, whether if he would have been found in there with two other dudes butt naked or two other women butt naked, 
Not a good look. It's not a good look. Yeah, you you got a wife and child at home. What you doing in here? I was on. I was there for a wedding. Okay, was the mm-hmm. wedding in that hotel room? Uh, no. Were you went? Did you you saying you went drinking? Or you got drunk and then you just happened to be in there and both of y'all was so drunk and passed out and vomiting. That's what you trying? Stop it. See, this that's why I say, man, we need credibility, brothers. You need you need a team around you. If you're on that level, you can't be out here nilly nally by yourself. No. Because you get you'll succumb to the dark side. You know, you're going to get in these situations where somebody that has some common sense around him is like, bruh, y'all, you can't be in there doing meth, homie. You're going to throw away. There's another way you can do this without, you know, putting yourself in a liability situation, man. You're trying to be in politics, bro. You can't be in the room. With two cats, you need to have other people in there then or somebody that's at the door. You can't be inebriated. Like, if that's going to be your get down, then you can't be... What the fuck you talking... Y'all in there... uh, I can't even... And this is what I'm saying. He's a young dude. 40 years old. You need to get... You can be a smart and do all these great things. You can still be a dumb motherfucker. This move is a dumb motherfucker move. This don't make no sense. He was elected a Tallahassee city commissioner in 2003 at age 23. Damn. Dude, you you had a whole career as a young man in politics right in front of you. That's over now. And again, let me be real clear. It's not that he was in there with a guy. It's he was in there with drugs and people, not his wife. That's exactly. the problem. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, now I don't know if his career, if his career be done, done or not. You can say done. it might probably more likely. Again, it's not a fair wor- world. Now, some other people it may happen to. They can probably get off on that. And nobody was arrested to this situation. So he does have some favor, obviously. Because uh, they, they ain't hit him with no cuffs. But man, imagine what his wife, she see this, with how she feel. Oh, imagine, I bet she's bent. Yeah, imagine his children when they get a little older and it's, oh man, is this your, was this your dad? Like, Ugh, uh, no, I don't know that person. But he got the last name of yours. You got said, I don't know that person. Look at what you're going, you're putting your family through. For what, bruh? Because you want to do some dope and have a fucking suck party? You could have had that at home. You, you mentioned, not, yeah, go ahead. You mentioned the, the magic phrase here public figure. You can't be a public figure and be into this type of stuff. It doesn't work that way. Eventually, someone will recognize you, and then we have, and then we have this. Or again, if you're gonna be a public figure doing that, then you have to have it locked down. 
Because there's all a lot of these cats. This is the life. This is what they do. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they and they can get away with it for a certain level. If all parties are, I guess, down with it. But what ha- again, that means you can't but you can't be in there to the point where cats is ODing and they got to call the cops. Then you can, then they're going to get out of your control unless you got people in law enforcement. But maybe he did that. So, well, we ain't going to personal charges on you. But then the story leaks to the press. You can't lock that. They going to that's shark. That's like blood in the water. Then. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> and of course, you know, you you playing the whole Democratic versus Republican thing. So, you know, they're going to jump on this. They're going to wear you out. Yep. What's, what's her name? Candace Owens. She's clowning online. Oh, yeah. You just giving oh, them yeah. more bait. Like, this is your morality. <laughs> so it, it, yeah, everybody see you can't be everybody can't be Ed Buck. <laughs> you know, if you don't know who Ed Buck is, big time con- uh, contributor to the Democratic Party, he he had uh, brothers. He was doing the same type of thing. Cass was dying. I think they found two. Black men who had died OD yep. with him doing yep. these types of little sex parties with drugs. And he was walking for a long time. Everybody knew who he was in the scene out there. Uh, but you can't, that's not nobody. You don't want to be like that. You know, you're not going to be in, again, no matter what profession you do, you, you're not going to make it doing these hardcore drugs. You're going to take a fall. It's just going to happen. So why it doesn't. So when you have as much as he has at stake, my question is, why would you even put yourself in this position? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make no sense. For what? For a nut? It don't make no sense. You could get you could have just hired a whole boy from (laughs) rentaman.com and said, you know, we don't need the crystal meth. I'm not doing maybe it's a you got some weed or something where we can drink. Well, crystal meth? Bro? Huh? When did that become the get down? You, you sound crazy. That's what I'm And you got a wife and kids at home. Yep. What else is going on in your life, man? Uh, see, this you is know. what I'm saying, man. You got to question these cats' morality. Like, again, I'm not even tri- I'm not going to even trip on if it's dudes or whatever. I'm just saying. You trying to put put out a message or an image or something else, but you live in a different way. Why don't you just live your truth and take the consequences of that? If you like getting down like that, fine. Then let that be your get down, but let your let your family know so that they don't have to be embarrassed and called out looking crazy cuz you out here acting a fool. Why put them through it? Cover up is always worse than the crime. Yeah, man. Why? Why? But you could have just said, "Listen, babe, I'm on some striking vipers." You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to. I I, I want to do me. You could have just let her know, so that she don't be. Now she probably was whatever she was doing. You know, girl, I heard about. What are you talking about? You better go get tested, girl. Andrew, don't put you. Got you out here looking crazy. Got your whole family out here looking crazy. But girl, I got you. We're going to hold you down. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know, it's like you mentioned earlier, you know, where was his team around him? Because I'm thinking of back in the day, uh, what was one of my lady's name? Heidi Fleiss. Mm. If you needed to have that little freaky whatever and keep it on the low. Right. There are places to, there are people in the circle you can speak to about this. He didn't do that. Yeah, he on rent, rentman.com. He just yeah, went on the website. Rentman.com. Like a, yeah, like you, a civilian. Wrong, yeah, you stupid. Yeah, that's just an instant <laughs> call for a bust right there. <laughs> who knows? There's no telling if these cats trying to extort him either. Like, it could be all kind of angles. They could be like, yo, we need some bread. Or we're going to expose you. I mean, you never know. Just, it could be a whole bunch of shit going on like that. He, they might have got him so high and fucked up. It's like, we'll call the police. You don't want to pay us our money? Fuck him. Because they ain't got shit to lose. Whoever it is, nope. Travis Dyson or... Nope. They like, shit. <laughs> now, one thing you mentioned, <clears throat> you mentioned the phrase out there about, uh, about Ed Bucky's still out there walking. In light of the corona situation, one thing we have walked right by this week, your boy, Harvey Weinstein, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah, I was when I said about that, to ask and, and Pooh is here. Okay, so he's in the there background. He did you did you get all your prepping done? You damn right I did. Training oh, Bruce in the building. Lord, <laughs> what'd you go buy? Tell us which. What should we go get, Aunt? What was the scene out there in the streets? The scene is ridiculous. They got lines, block loans, cash registers going outside the uh, the store. All all the chicken is gone. I don't even know why oh, I tried to Lord. go to that. Yes, yes. <laughs> My people. They I'm got beef. Popeyes anyway. <laughs> they got beef. They got fish. Chicken. They ain't got no fish. They all have fish. <sighs> Jesus. No, all and the was- hog malls is gone. All the chicken. They ain't, they got no pig's feet, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I was in the the hood stores, and I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, black folk, okay. But then when I went outside to you know where the melanin challenge are at that was gone but they had the beef and the fish i'm like damn what's going on here now Ralph's did have a sale on uh on chicken on thighs and wings but still <laughs> are you eating some right now they sound like you <laughs> no i'm trying to catch my breath anyway. oh, okay um, <laughs> put the wing down <laughs> So then I, I go to, uh, I went to, I went to Ralph's. They're like, okay, there's a three toilet paper purchase limit. Wow. I was like, what the hell? Ralph got you on a limit? <laughs> Damn. And the, and the cold part about it, it ain't like Cottonelle, Charmaine, or Quilton. It's, it's just Kroger. But I'm like, hey. well, hell, you got to wipe our ass. So it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But nah, it was, I wasn't doing, I was being facetious. I wasn't doing. Exactly, baby. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't doing doomsday prep. I just needed to get. We needed some supplies. Like we, we were down to our last four rolls of toilet paper, and I went to eight stores yesterday and couldn't get any. Damn. Wow. Well, we're glad you you back yeah. home safe. You ready for the apocalypse? You made it. Yeah, you made it. You ready? But uh, well, real quick, yeah. did you, would you have to say anything to add to the Andrew story? Uh, for me, I'm sorry, I got problem in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it's just God damn. Why it had to be the brother? I just don't get it. You know, we we all know it's 2020. P- 
people who are living different sexual lifestyles and even more so not a lot of people are faithful so you shouldn't be too surprised but when you when in was it last year yeah, i think it was last year he was running for governor and yep. people were saying he was a rising star in the democratic party how what's going on with you where you are messing up your future bag your future status over i don't over what some a hit and some pussy <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. You know, we always we always say uh, we always used to say the P as in the the USSY um, will always get a, a brother stuck. Now it's just like it wow. doesn't matter. A whole will do. Like mm. I, I just don't get it. Like like you were saying, there are ways to be discreet about this, especially when you don't want a scandal. And you know, you can say that, well, if you, you can overcome it, if you make the right moves, go through crisis management. But the problem is this, this dude is black. So I don't know how he's going to come overcome this. Yeah, I guess what you're saying is that thirst knows no gender. It's just the thirst. He, he's got one card to play, and that is to play the entire deck of I was strung out. I'm sorry. I apologize to my wife, blah, blah, blah. He's got to fall on his sword on this one. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. The only way you can't really get any sort of sympathy is just to admit the wrongdoing. And, you know, I, I've talked with my wife. We're trying to get through it. Yep. You know, uh, that, that type of thing. He could try and go that route and not even and then just ignore the, you know, all the other conversation if he wanted to, I suppose. And I'm sure and he he's like, put a, he's glad the coronavirus is 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 out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs to put a muzzle on that Dyson guy, too, and, or the guy he got caught with. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's, Shut see, them up. See, that's where the bag's going to come in because they're going to be yep. like, oh, you don't want me to talk? Go ahead and cut me that grip, bro. I need to get paid. And that's why that's when that's why when you're out there doing shit like that and you're on that level and you can't control the other all these other people, it's gonna cost you. It's either gonna Every cost time. you your rep and your standing, or it's gonna cost you your money to keep them out the out the media. But it's gonna cost you one way or the other. And that's what you gotta figure. Ask yourself, is it worth and it? I, and I'm gonna go ahead and be tribal, black man tribal. Is you know now we got all the the, the ladies looking at us side eye like mm -hmm, I told y'all they be on that down low look there's another one and now we got to answer that question behind his bullshit. Nah, I ain't got to answer shit. Fuck that. I, got, thank Fuck you. That you I, don't, I don't know what that. I ain't got doing. <laughs> He's on some other shit. He's like I got to say that's a young man. I'm I'm not in that age bracket. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't know what that dude's thinking. I, uh, new niggas. But hey, stand, maybe Malik Yoba can get on the breakfast club with him and they can. Wow. <laughs> stand, stand up together and support that brother because he out there looking wow. crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Might as well stand on it. That's I mean, shit. That should get down. It should get down. It is what it is. But, you know. We just want to, again, that's why I had to compare him to Striking Vipers because old boy had a family at home. 
And you got to be honest with your family, man. If, if you're going to be the man and the family partner, you can't be out here doing all these other people. You let your peoples know so that they can do what they need to do. You don't want them to find out fucking in the press and all this shit. Shit is whack, man. It's not, that's not what a, it's not what a father should be doing. Again, just be honest. Just let her know, yo, you know what? This ain't working for me no more. Or, or are you open to me doing this and that and the third? And she says, yeah, then go ahead. But you just out here, you know, buck breaking nilly nally. Yeah, man, you didn't, you didn't give a fuck about your family to begin with then, apparently. He's more concerned about what, what his needs was. Anyway, we're talking about cats on meth, so common sense go out the window already. I, I can't understand. It was my man uh, who got arrested in Sweden? I don't understand the lifestyle. Uh, I don't understand this one either. ASAP Rocky. Yeah, ASAP. <laughs> I don't get it. <clears throat> but anyway. Well, okay. Oh, well, it seems like you said, you know, all this corona, we walk right by Mr. Harvey. We got his 23 yeah, years. He's, he's done. Judge ran wild on him. As they should have. Oh, no. Undoubtedly. As they should have, man. That dude was years, decades of foolishness. Now, let me go ahead and be the hater right now. Uh, Cosby got ran, <clears throat> ran wild on. Rightfully so. Harvey, you got yours. R. Kelly's next. Mm. And after R. Kelly, again, let me be hater in the house. Lori Laughlin, you got to go down too. Who is that? If she if she walks, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, is this the college scandal? Uh huh. Okay. You know, because everybody else resolved their thing. Uh, Felicity Huffman did her little her little stint, took the offer, did it. It's over. Laughlin's like, I want to go to trial. I didn't do it. Fuck you. Oh, really? Let's go. And I've said it a hundred times. They put Martha Stewart in the joint. They'll put her stupid ass in the joint too. Yeah. It's just a matter for how long. That's true. Yeah, I, it, this uh, the past year, year and a half, I guess I got to stop with the what about Harvey. Okay, he was found guilty, which shocked me. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Didn't shock me gave, at all. Then they gave him 23 years, which that really shocked me. I'm that thinking, shocked okay, maybe, me. <laughs> maybe five, you know, I'm sure. Because I just feel like he has the, uh, was it the connection for the protection? Well, well, well I think I it's guess, that. You look at Harvey's record, you know, look at his record, because this is how sentencing is done. You take the middle term, whatever it was here, and you start from there. I don't believe Harvey had any past record. Well, and the thing is, is that, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Say, and the thing is, with all the allegations around this, which, which great, but this, it's really two felony counts. And two felony counts Got him 23 years. And let me be real clear. I'm not defending Harvey, so quit looking at me. I'm just looking at it from a execution of sentence standpoint. That's it. You know, I mean, I just look at, I think, and I understand these are different um, um, circumstances, different uh, cases, different um, f felonies, and I know it's different jurisdiction, but I look at Brock Turner that... Uh, the, the Stanford uh, student that was found uh, guilty of uh, raping that Fuck unconscious him. woman. Yeah. He got, what, three months? 
So I'm just thinking, okay, Harvey Weinstein, he's wait, wait, got wait, to be able wait, to, to do something. Wait. Different things here, because let me be real right, clear right. on this one. Brock Turner, fuck you. Okay, let's take it out of the way. He pled, <laughs> you know, and for some reason mm. they let they didn't let they let him plead to something lesser than actual rape. I think it was like sexual battery or something like that. And the probation department, which makes probation and sentencing rec- recommendations in every case, recommended what he got. The judge went along with it. Judge didn't have to, but the judge did go along with it. And the overwhelming majority of the time, the judges follow probation recommendations. So, again, Brock Turner's a piece of shit. I'd have locked him up with the, with the max, or at least done some time. But the only thing good out of that is he's, got a, he's registered now as a per. Wherever he goes, however long he lives, he's a registered per. And everyone knows about it. That's the only mm-hmm. good thing out of that. Harvey went through the entire judicial process, as did Cosby. And the thing is, any offer you get at the beginning of trial, once the trial starts, that offer goes away. And a lot of people think, well, you know, I'll get a better offer at the 12th hour. No, you won't. The minute you tell us no as a prosecutor on the offer, oh, no offer? Let's go. Let's get it on. So he rolled the dice and got hit in the, you know, hit with 23. Yeah. Damn, 23. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to backtrack, but I'm on Tariq's uh, Twitter. I don't know if you brought this up, Mike, but God damn. He... Tariq is the master of receipts. He then came across the dude that uh, um, Andrew Gillum was in the room with, dude <laughs> on Instagram with his booty cheeks on. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, wow. I, I, actually, I saw that yesterday, but I was like, eh, I don't know if I wow. want to share this one with my name. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. They like on a boat, they on a Same. boat or something like that. <laughs> Not, oh damn! They got other, nah. Uh, okay. They in, they in the beach, the middle of the ocean. Well, that's what I mean. Okay, I knew it was some kind of water. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. Okay, yeah. that ain't just a friend. I'm sorry. Right. And it's okay. Just don't get caught with meth and you know doing some jail time and cheating on your wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. That bad brother. He need help. <clears throat> Wow, he might, he might want to go get like his pastor or fake somebody he claims is pastor and and do that do that calling that call. Nah, he need to get go get somebody and sit down so he can do his apology tour. Cause yeah, yeah, get get your life right, brother. Get your life right. That's the only um, card he has to play. Yeah. Uh, what we, oh, we were talking about the Weinstein thing. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you because you said somebody had to re-register the sex offender. This Locked happened a while her. a while ago when I talk on it, but the Nicki Minaj and her uh I guess that's her husband, the the, the young man. Yep. And Last name Petty. Petty, Mr. Petty. Now Mr. Petty, uh, he is also a sex offender and has you know, he has to register. He got into some issues recently because he had not registered, I believe, in California as a sex offender. And uh it made me wonder. I'm not, you know, I don't spend too much time, but Again, I was I was kind of wondering. I had heard about this guy before when she first started kind of being around him and stuff. And I know that he also, I think, went to prison for like killing somebody or something. Whoa! As well. 
and I was just trying to understand like the mindset uh, that you would marry somebody with this type of background. And I said, well, you know, some people say, well, it's, it's love, Mike. You know, when you love, you don't know who you love. You don't, you know, I'm like, okay. But I wanted to ask this question to y'all and flip it around. If it was a young lady that you met, but you knew she was a registered sex offender. Now, in Mr. Petty's case, you know, those who will cape for him will say, well, he was 18 and the girl was 17. Uh, it was sort of a misunderstanding thing because they had sex. And if that's how you want to believe that, that's fine. The fact of the matter is the young man went to jail over that and is a registered sex offender for life. So regardless of the situation you want to do it, we're just dealing with the facts of his predicament. So if it was a young lady that you knew, whoever you think is the finest lady that you, you, you could uh, admire, let's just say it was her. She looked exactly like that, but she was a registered sex offender. Would you marry her? I'm not saying would you be in a relationship with her or smashing and all I'm talking about, would you get married to her and start a family? I'm going to start at Ampu first. Ah, oh, damn. What is really? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, one thing, because you posted a video, I forgot what her name was, but she was discussing this. She said that he was 15 and the woman was 16. So, I mean, I okay. need to know the full facts of the case. I mean, at that case, I'm trying to understand how was he, why was he um, tried for statutory rape if, in theory, he would be the victim since he was the younger one? Unless but, he did rape her. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. So, yeah. Um, for me, um, I feel like with that case, I mean, let's just be honest. We give a little more leeway to women. So, I'm going to be honest and say, I want to know, okay, what did you do? Let me know the fact, the full facts of the case. Let, let me know the case file so I can go read about this and then make a decision. And if I find, if it is something to the extent of, okay, she was older, he was younger, it was uh, consensual, but it's still wrong. I would say, okay, that's not, to me, a violent um, sexual crime. Now, if it was something far worse, then no, absolutely not. Because I just, for me, I can never trust you around our children. That's just Simping. me around other children. How is that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was fucking with you. That's your choice. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, if you, I mean, let, let's just be honest. There's a lot of times that people are railroaded in the criminal justice systems over something Very like true. that. Very true. I mean, can you really can can you really say this person is unredeemable and should never have uh, and and should never find love with someone because they had sex as a minor with a minor younger than them? No, I can't say that. So you, but it, so you would be, I'm not saying okay, but you'd be willing to deal with the effects of being with a registered sex offender who probably can't work a job, regular job. Now you no, see those how you put well, all no, the no, that's a, that, that, those are. I'm just saying, I know, I say, I actually know somebody yeah, you're right, you're right. who is this, and his life is fucked. Good dude. And he can sit here and tell you, this is the situation. That's what I say. The, the situations, uh, that's they are what they are. But you know, when you go and work to, to go work for a job or trying to do something, or 
you know, some kids are around you. That don't matter, right? They just, the police will arrest you <laughs> or you have to leave the premises. The, the explanations don't matter. So I'm just saying you would be willing to deal with that? I, I'll be honest. I had not considered that. That That is something I'm gonna I was going to say. That's what I was going to Wow. <laughs> Just thinking about she fine, I peace good. I'm in love. No, I was thinking I was if you love. I was going to love. <laughs> love don't pay the, the bills, motherfucker. <laughs> you right, you exactly right. Like I said, I didn't think of the extra. I didn't think of all the components. So okay, I guess I am. Being simple. I didn't think. Of well, I will own it. I know. I'm, I'm quite sure this is being uh, cut and pasted for to be used oh, in the Discord chat. Go. I already know, but it's cool. I I own it. Uh, but at this again, I yeah, I, I don't now think thinking it all the way through. I don't know. I'm probably leaning towards a no now because mm. I'm just thinking. You, well, know, you're, you can't help initial, who you fall right. Yeah, you can't help reaction. who you fall in in love with, and if you feel that the crime that they were um, that they were found guilty of or pleaded to okay. wasn't, you know, a violent. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm willing to give that person a chance. But when you think okay. about all the extras that you put into me, I'm like, damn, that is a lot to deal with. I can, shit, I don't want to deal with someone with herpes, let alone a freaking uh, this extra stuff. A big right, sex. According, <laughs> according to TMZ, Mr. Petty was convicted of first-degree attempted rape in 95 when he was 16, and so was the girl. But court records say that he had, quote, a sharp object when he tried to force the girl mm. to have relations. Mm. Uh, changes things a bit. Now, <clears throat> to answer your question, hell no. <laughs> okay? No. I think that's a shot at me. No, not at all. Not at all. If a woman, and no matter how just delicious she may be and all that, you know, you roll up on her, how you doing? How you doing? Well, all right, let's discuss it. And then you get past all the goodies, and then you're starting to think about, you know, building something and having her be a part of your team. I can only speak for me. I'm going to look in her background. That's mm. just the way it is. Because people lie on resumes daily. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look. And if I find the conviction, oh, red flag. Felony conviction, oh, double red flag. Sex perv? Register? No, you got to go. You have to go. I can't be with you. Um, for my own moral stance and for my career, I can't be with you. Mm. You have to go. But you love her. Damn that. <laughs> Loving fucking yeah. up my career. So. I'm just thinking all oh, the Discord shots fired. <laughs> what? You were just living your truth? You did? Woo! Okay. Get some dirt. <laughs> Opposite, what do they call it? Uh, competitive opposition? Whatever they call oh, it. Hilarious. I mean, that's. Research, yeah. Now, see, now looking at it as a Nicki Minaj, where you got millions. You established. She might be thinking, you know what? I can bite that. I can eat that because he ain't gonna. In her mind, there's nothing he can do to stop my bags. You know, he can sure. have this. He can have this rape thing over him. He could have this murder thing over him. Maybe that makes 
I, again, I'm, I'm trying to understand the mindset. Maybe this makes it more sh- um, street cred or something. I don't, again, the, 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 the sexual predator thing, I don't know what type of street cred that is, but you know, he's obviously some kind of like gangster type dude and I'm established. So maybe she thinks that that's a good look and it can be just about love, you know, minus the common sense and consequences that she doesn't have to play in that realm. But yeah, to answer my own question, I I couldn't do it. Um, just because again, I have kids or I would want to have kids. And this is a person who would not be able to go into a school, would not nope. be able to go to On field trips. Yeah. yeah, field trip couldn't go to see when our our child is doing a performance at the school things. They can't go. Can't have other kids come over to spend the night. You know, can't go. I don't know how that works when they go to the stores or different things. as kids around. They can't be around children unless you notify. And if you did, I'm sure they'd be like, nah, like that. You know, having that over us, I just it wouldn't. You just couldn't build nothing. I mean, it'd be just too much. Have a headache. And I would love you enough to tell you to your face, it ain't going to work. You know, we just, it just not going to work. Now I would hope that a person would tell you that up front as opposed to the way you were describing Mark, where you just did a background check and you know, you found the information they didn't tell you, but either way, yeah, I would have to pass on that. I just, That's why I said I I pointed in a situation of how we would deal if it was a woman because if obviously it was a man you would just out the gate hell no nah yep exactly yep the thing is though uh, Mr Petty also has that that manslaughter conviction that I could probably deal with depending on the facts of it Mm, but the the RSO nah man that's a deal breaker yeah that sticks with you forever man forever. Yeah. yeah, that's a tough one. And, you know, I kind of sympathize with, you know, some women who, you know, again, a lot of these guys, they get to know them and, oh, you know what? I did something stupid when I was young. I got a felony case. Hey, I got a, and I'm a felon. That's hanging <coughs> over me. You know, I have, I have to say that when I go for a job or something, you know, it just limits things you can do. It puts a stigma on you, unfortunately. And that's tough. That's a tough one, man. I'm just thinking... Knowing, because I don't know the full facts of that case, but knowing he, he pled for rape with a weapon, I'm just trying to understand, like, Nikki, what was she thinking? Because it can affect her bag. Because I'm quite sure there there are Nicki Minaj haters that whatever endorsement she tries to make or business deal she she's doing, they're going to try to, on social media or wherever, Try to be like, oh yeah, you know she, you know her judgment ain't the best. She's married to a, a registered sex offender. You know you can't have, you can't bring them around. I mean, she's cutting off. I understand that her music is more adult, but she's cutting herself off from, you know, teen and tween and even kid products that she could be endorsing, because who she's married to, she can't. I mean, you think Disney was gonna do her, have her do a voice or something for one of their cartoons? That's probably out the back, cause. You know, maybe she might want to bring husband around and they're like, no, you can't bring husband around. And now she's got to make a decision. So I'm just really curious as to, you know, what did she see in him? I don't know. Apparently she knew him from back in the day. I did hear about that. But I'll let you know. I know a couple of girls from back in the day 
I ain't trying to get it. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. And as I say, on her mindset, she's on another level financially and status in the world. So she might feel like she can eat any sort of thing that would take. She can eat that. Like, I, it ain't going to stop me now. Again, I don't agree with it, but I'm just trying. That's the only thing I can think of. I, I know she ain't stupid enough to just go by love. Like, she got too much riding. But I don't know, man. Like I say, he, he's caught up in a situation right now because he didn't register. Um, yeah. <laughs> but again, these are these people are young, you know. So hopefully, she got people around her that she trusts be, to be like, "Hey, you know what? That might not be the move, sis." And again, you have to bring up to her. I think it was her brother when he he was convicted on on a rape charge recently. He was going to prison. So, like I said, I, I I'd be looking at the optics of every move I make if I was in her position. Uh, now again. You might see the, uh, what's my man, the Roman Polanskis and the Woody Allens mm-hmm. and these cats get away with this type of stuff. But that don't mean you going to get away with it. Brian Singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might be they get down and it's glossed over in the game. But I guess some people, I was just saw a video. Oh, I saw this. And they was, it was smoke, smoke no joke. I'm not going to get into who he is, but he had to put out a whole video saying, uh, he's saying that Nikki is blackballed in the game. Because of her situation with Molly Cyrus, mm. and uh, what's Molly Cyrus's what dad's you? name? Uh, Billy Ray. Uh, Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus. It was he was saying, yeah, Billy Ray. You know, I don't know if you remember that at the awards show. They went back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's good, Molly? Yeah, and she was saying, yeah, uh, Billy Ray went and hollered at baby and them said, you need to get her to apologize ASAP, or she ain't making no more moves in this business. And apparently, and apparently Nikki behind the scenes was like, hell no, I ain't doing none of that shit. And that's why they say people, she kind of started getting blackballed and they moved to a different direction. You know, you got the different people taking her position, but I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, smoke, smoke, no, smoke, no joke does be having a lot of the inside scoop on shit. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't surprise me. You can see, well, <clears throat> if you read the tea leaves, they really were uh, big up in Cardi. Now, in my opinion, part of that is Cardi is more likable than Nikki, but shh, that made it easy. Right. Yeah. But anyway, um, think twice about getting with a sex offender. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Shit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and Pooh out there, boy, she put it on him. Stop. <laughs> Stop. And be like Morrison there. I got, 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 got. Uh, baby. Yeah. You know I'm a sex offender. Uh, that's okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> as good as this, you can offend me anytime. <laughs> Let me stop. I know where you live. <laughs> You gonna you gonna open a package and a vial gonna fall out. Like, wow, oh, shit. powder, powder. No, I'm gonna cough in it. Wow, <laughs> they send me that Corona overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, AM <laughs> delivery. Get that nigga. Fuck that nigga. Minister, the Minister Society is done over, but it was Chauncey was gonna give coronavirus to. To old boy and still that look like him beating your ass. Well wait till he get this package of coronavirus in it, nigga. <laughs> Fuck that. And it's gonna be uh audio tape with it, just me coughing. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, uh, sometimes oh, you set yourself up. That's all good. It's all good. Um, j- jumping across the a pond on something different. Um, as much as I railed against this movie, The Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars, I noticed that it was on. It was available for to, to purchase last night, uh, well ahead of its actual intended release date. Uh, so I had to go. Had to do it. Went ahead and bought it anyway. Um, but yeah, Disney. Uh, for whatever reason, some are thinking it might be to do because of the Corona situation, but Disney uh, did an early release for the Rise of Skywalker, the digital version. I think it's supposed to come out next Tuesday or next Friday, but they put it out yesterday uh, rather quietly. Um, so if you are a super Star Wars fan, I would say it's definitely available for you to buy in uh, 4K and all that good stuff. Um, so I went and picked it up. Um, I really wanted to see, cause I know they usually have a lot of, for me, they have great documentaries and this one they have, I think it's called the Skywalker legacy, like a two hour, uh, documentary. It's partly a documentary of the making of the new movie, but they also sort of tie it in to all of the other movies. And so they're showing like, at least to me, a lot of unseen footage from the making of the original movies, stuff that I've never seen before. And they cleaned up that footage. It looks really good. Um, but obviously you can tell it was, you know, back in the seventies and stuff. It's a pretty, pretty cool stuff. So I haven't finished watching it, but uh did buy it. I started to watch the movie a little bit and yeah, it's not the best of movies, but it's Star Wars. They going to get me. So I went ahead and buy it anyway. I do find it very glaring that there's no commentary with this one where there's always a commentary with Star Wars movies, but this <laughs> one does not have, and I don't know if they're holding that for the physical releases, but normally the digital ones, they give you the commentary. I can only imagine because there was so much problems with this movie uh, after it was released that I can imagine JJ was like, fuck that. I'm not, not going to get me on tape talking about it without probably going in. So it's very interesting because the, they show you the making of the movie. Obviously, you can see they've been having a great time on set and all this. I, I wonder probably like what's happening nowadays is what they shot and then what we saw was probably so different. <laughs> you know, they're probably like, I'm not doing no commentary on that. Um, but I, the one thing I do find interesting is they feature heavily in this documentary, Chris Terrio. And again, I mentioned this in the review. This is the guy who wrote Batman v Superman, wrote Justice League, I don't know how in the hell they hired him to write this. Just off of the the rip of man, he wrote these very you know divisive or divisive movies that people feel one way or the other about, and why you would want to bring him into Star Wars. I'm not saying he did a bad job necessarily, but it's just odd that this guy got these high level position, the, the most heralded movie you could get off of these box office disasters, essentially, you know, movie sort of disasters. Um, and it's interesting. You can see he's going deep because they showing him in the dock and he's explaining how they're writing shit and he's on set and got his laptop out and they're making changes. And, and there's one part, and I don't know the fans, hardcore fans are going to really zoom in hardcore on this. Cause I noticed he has, he's sitting at a desk and he's surrounded by these star Wars novels and books and I was looking, I said, oh, that's a fucking 
one of the not, and I, so I don't know, was he like pulling shit out of these books? I couldn't make out which ones he had. One of them looked like one of the Thrawn, original Thrawn books. But I just was like, wow, they're obviously he's going through the, you know, the expanded canon stuff that's legends now. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of I can't wait to hear uh, what the hardcore people are going to say about that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm just saying I did pick up that movie. <coughs> yeah, right. I mean, you bring this back up again. I, I don't mean to dovetail into this discussion. It just really has me looking at the decision makers of Star Wars and some of the things they made because I'm trying to understand why this guy and why not a full-fledged plan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, I, I, I say, you know, when I'm watching the making and I'm looking and you, you can see the detail of it all. And obviously they care for some reason when you watch the movie, it looks like they gave no fucks, but this is very odd. Yeah, I think it's going to make for a really good uh, interview in a couple of years where they expose everything that happened during the shooting of this. <laughs> like, yeah. like people were saying, like, why did it only have to be one film? They ch- make plans change. Right, right. Too. All you're going to do is get a bigger bag, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that review. There's a, and I don't know, there's a, there's a black lady who it seems like she is the second unit director or something. I don't know if they've ever talked about her before, but she was doing her thing. Uh, I've seen her all throughout. Uh, it's, again, it's just our marvel at that movie. I, you, there's so much stuff they show you. There's so many details in it that you could never pick up. I don't think people would ever notice in the movie, but they, like the part when John Williams has his cameo in the movie, you know, they show that and how they put that together. And like the, apparently there's like a shop or, a, you know, John Williams character is some sort of shopkeeper or working on something. But the thing that's behind him has these shelves and it has different trinkets and stuff in the shelf. But actually each statue or trinket that's in those shelves is something to do with every movie John Williams has ever worked on. Like one of them is the hook from the hook movies something from the Harry Potter. And I was like, who takes the time <laughs> to design and create and build all this shit? You can't even see it in the movie. Like, and it was just, I was like, they're so detailed into it, you know? And, and, uh, JG is like, John, I just, man, I can't believe you you agree to do this. And then he sits there and explains to him on set, look, each one of these is something from your movies and da 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 da. And he gives this big speech to the cast and, before they shoot the scene. And it was just so, I was like, dude obviously really cares about this shit. And I just can't imagine what must've happened, you know, from that to this, all these little stuff that you thought were CGI were real. And they're only in the movie for like seconds. And I'm like, Hey, I spent so much money creating these very in-depth puppets. And they're not even fucking, they're hardly even in the movie. And I was like, I would have, I would have thought they were CGI. It, was just, it would make no rational sense to, take the manpower to make the shit, but they did, you know, just like, wow. I don't know how much money they spend on these things, but they, it's, it's, it's remarkable. But anyway, um, you guys got anything else you wanted to get into? This is coronavirus related. I don't know how deep y'all got into that. We got into it very well, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't know if Mark brought this up about WWE and uh, WrestleMania. 
I'm just, I don't know why I'm surprised that they're dragging this shit out as far as possible to try to keep this show going. But a big F you to Vince McMahon and the WWE. Like, dude, cancel the goddamn show so people can try to get their money back. What are you waiting on? Well, you know, WrestleMania is his industry's Super Bowl. And I, I see how the NBA has canceled their season now. Would they be so quick to cancel it if it was on the eve of the finals? Mm. Mm. I'm sure that, I mean, I mean, if you have to, Good you point. have to. But I'm sure they'd be looking at it like, look, this is the finals. We got <clears throat> billions on this. We need to figure something out if we can. And that's what Vince is doing. Yeah, that would be interesting if it was if it was Super Bowl weekend. Would they cancel that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, NFL already got their bag. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how much more money do they get because of the Super Bowl? Because I think the, the rights is done for the season. So I'm just All curious. the advertisements <laughs> that are made. The, the networks get that money. Well, that's no, all, but, but yeah, like, but they, they well, the yeah. network gets that money, but I'm sure that right. network is lock and stock with NFL to be yeah, shown. I'm sure yeah. ABC or whoever is doing a Super Bowl wants that that ad money, right? Yeah, because those Super Bowl ads are not cheap, and I'm sure they paid way more than that to get the rights to the NFL game or whatever. So oh yeah, it's big business. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at. It. Actually, I didn't think about that. Hmm. When is the thing supposed to be? When is it scheduled to be? Uh, April. I believe it's April. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was yeah. talks of, which I hope it happens. There was talks of them moving it to Saudi Arabia, that Saudi Arabia would pay them. I get it. I get it. $75 million <laughs> for it. Because that's the same uh, amount of money they're going to make off of this. We'll see. Saudi Arabia don't care. It's not about them caring. It's like, I don't think you can leave. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, good point. And if you leave, you definitely can't just walk back in. Hmm. So that changes, you know, a lot of things down the line for these guys. Well, there you go, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? Where is it you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> is Hulk Hogan still alive? Oh, yeah. Sadly, yes. He said, Sadly, damn. Whoa. I'm not, hey, I'm not wishing death on him, but I'm like, I ain't excited he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fuck, fuck Hulk Hogan. Racist piece of shit. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. All I know is, Mike, I ain't trying to make personalizes. I know is that he said he would have a problem with your son trying to get at his daughter because he's, because he's black. So F him. Uh, okay. <clears throat> he wasn't talking about my son. <laughs> <laughs> he all right with me now. Let me stop. All right. Anything else, man? I was uh, I'm trying to think. We forgot some things we didn't touch on before. Um. Oh, I know. The movies one, being uh, oh, postponed. We did. We talked about that. Um, oh, okay. Do you get in that? Uh, uh, one another again, cautionary. And I bring these up for these young brothers because we don't want the next person to go through it. 
Um, but your guy, the uh, baby, you know, yeah, this, I saw that. Yeah, this young man, you know, up and coming or or has arrived, rapper, however you want to call it, doing his thing out here. But from what I see, he kind of stays in the in some mess with different things. Um, and I I don't know his music. I know his name. I've seen him, you know, being mentioned a lot. Uh, I hate that it has to be a lot of foolishness type stuff and not more about the music. But I think in this most recent situation, he's on tape at a club. I think he was going to perform and he's making his way through the crowd. And it looks like a young lady is holding a phone and it phone hits him in the head. It's hard to tell if she intentionally did it or so many people that she maybe tripped or got pushed. But you can clearly see that he slaps the shit out of her. Uh, I just didn't understand why you would have to do that uh, on many levels. One, you're hitting a woman. Two, it's 2020. Everything's on tape. You're not going to, and you, you got money. You're not going to hit nobody and not expect some backlash. And of course, you know, she has now come forward and she's unlawyered up. And she, uh, I need that bag. You know, that bag, yeah. <laughs> you're going to pay for this one. <laughs> and I just, I just, man, I think dude needs to be very careful, man, like of his actions. You know, he's going to come back to bite you. At a certain point, you are going to come across the wrong one. You know, you don't get away with it forever. Now, apparently he did. I would say this. He is the wrong one. Uh, I think this happened a year ago or more, but he was like in a Walmart or something with his girlfriend and family, I think. And some dude ran up on him and he killed the guy in Walmart. Shot him. Whoa. Yeah, look it up. Like this. And, and he walked on that. He was like self-defense or whatever. So I was like, he ain't he ain't fucking around. <laughs> but you don't get away with that shit forever. Like, there's always somebody situation bigger than you. And it just when you made it to this point, maybe it's time to relax it. You know, let your let your boys or the bodyguard or let them be the one hand because you you're the money man. You know, all eyes on you. You do you're the you're the lead of the team. Without you, there is no team. So that guy can't go down. You can't be involved in foolishness. because uh, again, you you're gonna come across somebody or some situation where it's gonna go the other way, man, and it's gonna stop everything. So I would just say, you know, dude needs to slow down, man. You know, they need to get some older cats around him, put some common sense. And I, oh, she hit me in the head. Okay, we're not going to strike back at her. <laughs> With, you know, you didn't, he didn't even think. He just reacted. He was, that's an emotional play. Super emotional. Oh, bitch. Ugh. Huh? It's not, a, it's not the actions of a man. So he needs, and, and again, you can call yourself the baby. You don't mean you got to act like one. Like you, you're the man now. <laughs> you dig? So I don't know. The man. grown up. Yeah, you, you are the breadwinner. You know, you're the lead man in charge. You, you're not. You can't be acting like a knucklehead. And yeah, that's that. Hey, man, salute to that lady. She better get her bag. I guess that's that's all he was saying to me when he's like, "Oh, you must want to give her some money." You, you might have just, you might have just slapped her, slapped her with a brick of cash or something because 
So, Mark, you're 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 in the industry. My question is at this at this stage of the game, and being how media is far different than what it was in the '70s and '80s, probably back in the '60s, where you know celebrities and especially musicians were doing stuff that were getting covered up. I'm just trying to understand why aren't these labels, why aren't these companies doing some, you know, media training or some type of training and walking them through all this stuff and telling them about all these situations that, you know, just giving them some damn, some goddamn common sense. Well, you can say the same thing about athletics as well. Um, <clears throat> to answer in a roundabout way, the NFL sits, sits their first round draft picks so some doubts of guys, look, look out for this, 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 and this. Do they listen? Sometimes no. So going to music, again, with the label, look, man, look out for X, Y, Z. You know, you want to tighten it up? Yeah, okay, man. Okay. And they don't listen. A lot of young, young people don't listen until it happens to them. Once it happens to them, man, damn, Clive Davis was right. Let me go ahead and, you know, straighten that out, you know, and that's just the impetuousness, impetuousness of youth in most cases. But now, like today, you got phones and cameras everywhere. People got lawyers on speed dial <laughs> everywhere. And the young lady who uh, got hit missed some, um, oh, Lord. Tyronisha, I didn't name her, already has a little video out herself talking about it. So she's out in front of this setting up her uh, her lawsuit. So yeah, the baby's about to get hit in, in the wallet for this. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But you know, and again, this isn't a label thing. This is a a him thing. Labels like you got hit in the wallet. Right. That's on. Yeah, we're still gonna, we still gonna get our cut regardless. We get our taste of sales, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Hopefully, one of these one of these decades, the next generation is gonna be better than the previous one. I'm just hoping because it's just. I get where you come from. I get what you've seen and experienced, but goddamn it, think about your money. If you don't think about anything else. Your money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a lot of these careers are sh short-lived now, though, so yeah, who's true. to say if he'll, he'll be around in the next two years? And Which is probably more reason why you shouldn't be doing dumb shit like this. True. Because you might need every single one of your coins. Very true. Very true. All right. Well, uh, Unless you got something else, we're going to wrap this thing up, man. No, I'm trying to see if there's any update with the Megan the Stallion situation, and I don't see anything cooking. She, uh, other I think than, she got her her uh, temporary restraining thing extended. I think I saw something about that, actually. Well, the album did was not blocked from being released, which we all knew was going to happen. R. Kelly pleads not guilty to updated child porn charges <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, he's on his own. Child porn. Technically, Led didn't Zepp he make the child porn? 
I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> on that paper, like goddamn. So you making your yeah. own? Yeah. You making your own and fight it? Niggas need help. That's all I can say. Yeah, he's done. Ain't nobody caping for oh, that. He's beyond dude. done. Yeah. He's over. Never gonna hit the streets. You hope. I'm just saying, you hope. Because he beat it once. Yeah, that's when he didn't have no smoke on it. Now the tension's on it. They'll make sure he ain't in the streets. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. over. And probably because he ain't got no money either. Well, yeah. as much as he used to. Right. Yeah, he was gravy trained back then. He ain't no gravy train no more. <laughs> gravy train and couldn't read. Damn. Yeah, that's wild. Wow, wow. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all coming on oh, here. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, wait, we got some wait, one Break, last breaking thing news, nigga. <laughs> uh, Led Zeppelin has won their copyright infringement case, and they're saying this case is going to be the new standard in copyright infringement cases and might be presented to the Supreme Court. So all these people out there trying to sue for alleged sound-alikes and rip-offs, yeah, that shit's about to stop. What was the suit about? A group from back in the day called Taurus said Stairway was stolen from one of their songs. Zeppelin was like, fuck out of here. And they had a case back in 2016. Jury trial said Zeppelin wins, get lost. They appealed it. The appeal came back this week. And the 54-page decision, which I have not read yet, says Zeppelin wins, and here's why. So I'll take a look at that and find out more. Okay. All right. Salute to Led Zeppelin. Okay. Are we ready now? (laughs) I believe we are. All right. I do believe we are ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Uh, Big Sexy and Sack, where can they find you? I can be found at Facebook, Mark Wiggins, Instagram, Mark Wiggins, too. And I'll be putting up some uh, pictures of my latest dining adventure over there. And Twitter, WSE Mark. All right. And Mr. Ampu, and he is not out hoarding <laughs> where can they find you sir I'm not hoarding <laughs> I'm not hoarding I'm getting supplies for the, me and the family first of all you can find me and my, my black ass in my house for the next <laughs> month or so there's <laughs> something about working at a nice company like EA thank you boss they saying work your ass from home like Psh, I can do that I'm doing that but Twitter and Instagram at Ampu and yeah, I'm gonna get this heater on. Let's go. Okay. Well, uh, definitely find us here at Podcast Juice. Just check your favorite social media place, podcast catcher, and YouTube, and all that good stuff. Definitely uh, be safe out there. Keep a level head. And you know what? Work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace. All right.